and that's another area that's wide open right now in defending AI models, and that's model observability, where you have another piece of AI that watches how your AI model uh, runs and behaves, and if it starts seeing it drift, it does an analysis on that to find out, is that just because uh, the world around us has changed or is it through some nefarious act? Or maybe it's a bug. Maybe it's a situation we never thought about training on. Um, there's another idea and that is taking, we talked about adversarial inputs. What if we started injecting adversarial inputs during the training phase? So we go ahead and train a model and then we start putting adversarial inputs in to watch how it starts to drift. And we can then harden against that um, uh, intentional skewing for instance. It, you know, it's a lot like a vaccine, right? Isn't it? I mean, you take a little bit of bad something, you put it in and and uh, and then the government can track you. So ah. uh, the other alternative yeah. is I mentioned before about injecting data that kind of fit on the in the gray area. There's this idea of modifying your AI model so that it has what's called a null class. So that if it's not clearly a hot dog or a not hot dog, it goes ahead and identifies it as, I don't know. Now, if your training data was good, you should have very, very few I don't knows. But if you've got uh, the guy with the flashy glasses and the sparkly shirt that walks by, your uh, a baddie identifier AI model should go, listen, I don't know what this thing is. So I'm not going to say it's good. I'm not going to say it's bad, but I, I just don't know what this thing is. You know, when we go through this, every time we talk about AI, I wish that we had named it something else. Because I think that um, the, the profound promise of these approaches makes people believe that it ends up being like Lieutenant Commander Data from Star Trek. But, uh, but yeah, it's also interesting to me that these things are so effective that people want to steal what you've done or yeah. interfere with it for competitive reasons or, uh, or whatever. I know when I first started delving into this area, my first thought was, huh. I never thought of that. Yeah, I guess the baddies would do that. And I think a lot of customers out there probably not been made aware of all of the different attack vectors and how different this is than protecting regular software, that this is a different animal. It's got different attack. It's got different defenses. Um, but certainly awareness is the first thing. I think it was the famous scientist G.I. Joe that said, now I know and knowing is half the battle. I think that was Dr. G.I. <laughs> Joe that said that. I thought he said a tactic perceived was a tactic defeated, but maybe that was another See, great, uh, great. Yeah, I, I, I didn't read that book that, that he had out, but that sounds good. That's a good one, too. So you're right that the techniques for security are different, Mark, but they are all uh, in many ways very related to what we're already counseling modern environments to do, which is, uh, you know, have lots of layers, have lots of planning and lots of internal communication. So you understand what your objectives are. So uh, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Good stuff. By the way, my uh, my overlords have told me that uh, that we can't go too far in depth about how to defend against the AI because that's how they use it. But anyway, ah. until the Terminator and Skynet come about, this is what we're left with, right? I'm still not worried, Mark. I'm still <laughs> not worried. You've been in a self-driving car. I'm not worried about Skynet. I know. Someone told me once, it says, how long is it going to be before AI runs the government? And I was like, not soon enough. 